Hi there, this is Peter Bergman with the September 6th edition of Everything You Know Is Wrong, the daily Radio Free Oz podcast, and I hope you all had a good Labor Day weekend. Bit of an odd weekend for me, not that anything particularly untoward went down, but I kind of cast back to my youth, and I remember Labor Day as being the last holiday of the hot summer and everybody out swimming and going to picnics, and there was there was basically this sense that everything was all right. Uh, I mean, I didn't go down and watch any Labor Day parades. I'm sure they happened. My dad was in the newspaper business. He was in the newspaper guild, but it was one of those kind of intellectual unions. They didn't basically join with the International Lady Garment Workers and march down the street proclaiming solidarity. Nonetheless, it was like a big holiday. Fourth of July, then you had Labor Day, and then you went back to school. This Labor Day was so different, I mean, with huge unemployment hanging over, structural unemployment and and all of this divisiveness, and, and no one seems to be able to come forward and, and figure out a way to get out of this morass. It was, it was a, a, a sad Labor Day. So I hope that by the time we celebrate this holiday again next year, we'll have gotten ourselves together and be fighting to get out of this slough of despond. Certainly we're going to try and help you here as best we can here on Radio Friaz's Everything You Know Is Wrong, brought to you today by Crud Light. Well, they like him. That's the word from a bunch of the polls that have been taken recently. Yes, Obama's numbers are down in terms of people's idea of how he's handling the economy, a ruined, shattered economy that he's been trying to heal for the last two years. But nonetheless, it's on his watch. But they like him. There's a deluge of these terrible poll numbers, but there's one of them that's kind of interesting, the battleground poll. Obama receives particularly low marks for his economic stewardship, as I've mentioned, with only 39% saying they approve and 59% saying they disapprove. And yet, in a seeming contradiction, voters still really like Obama. Well, he is a likable guy, scandal-free, good father. I mean, basically a moral being. Putting aside how they feel about his job performance, 74% of the voters said they either strongly or somewhat approve of Obama as a person. And remember, almost for sure he's going to be going up against Perry. So it's going to be an election of personalities. It really isn't going to be an election of issues. Nobody believes that Perry is going to be able to pull us out of whatever place we're in come November of 2012. And this 74% of the voters liking him generally is his highest rating of the year. Okay, so this puts the lie to the notion that we live in a time of unusually widespread personal loathing of the president. There are obviously a bunch of people, particularly the unloyal Republican opposition, that loathe him and would do anything to make him lose. So there's a real temptation amongst the Democratic policymakers, the people that will be running his campaign, to make the election a personal choice and run against a Republican's character, not his policies, playing to the incumbent's strength, which will be close to irresistible. In a hypothetical general election contest, Obama leads Perry by five points, 47 to 42, and Romney by one point, 
46 to 45, although the last margin is down five points since June. But for the first time in the poll, more say they probably vote for a generic Republican, 44%, than the 40% who said they're going to run for Obama. As the saying goes, you can't beat anyone with no one, but if the Republicans could find a guy or a gal named generic or no one, they'd be in pretty good shape. Well, you know, people have been criticizing Obama for not being tough enough on what this Republican, again, disloyal minority have been doing to him. But it doesn't stop Jimmy Hoffa, the head of the Teamsters, from telling it like it is. Obama was in Michigan for a Labor Day rally. And here's what Jimmy said. President Obama, this is your army. We are ready to march. Let's take these sons of bitches out and give America back to an America where we belong. Tea Party's really upset about this. They don't like his language. <laughs> Not that calling Obama Mao and a socialist and a terrorist and an alien is like any less acceptable. Jimmy Jr. I met Jimmy Sr. De Big Hoffa. I was invited through my dad, who knew, who knew a bunch of the Teamster people in Cleveland, who in fact got me my summer jobs parking cars at the racetrack. And uh, I went to his daughter's wedding in Cleveland, and I met Jimmy. Man, I tell you, besides Jimmy and Governor Wallace, whom I also met as a newspaper person, I have never met anybody that looks at directly it in your eyes, in your face, when you meet them. He was definitely right there. So Jimmy Jr., you know, you go get him. And maybe he's energizing Obama because here's an Obama feisty quote. He says, we're going to see if we've got some straight shooters in Congress. That's kind of a Reagan, Perry, Western metaphor. We're going to see if congressional Republicans will put country before party. Show us what you've got. This is quoted by the AP pre uh, previewing uh, Obama's speech coming up before a joint session of Congress on Thursday. You go get him, Barack. Crud life. The beer that's watered down upstream where the fish don't swim and the sun don't shine. At the end of another long, long day of working down in the dumps, Time to pick yourself up and take yourself home for another one-nighter with a six-pack of crud light. Party on, partner, until the crud runs out or your liver shuts down. Crud light is a deniable byproduct of Alzheimer's Brewery, Rehab Colorado. Do not consume this product while operating heavy machinery while giving birth on the interstate. We better prepare ourselves. Latest polls show that Perry leads Empty suit Romney, 38-23 in one national poll, 36-17 in another, two to one. And now Perry's put this huge super PAC together that's going to spend $55 million during the primary season to introduce Perry and get him the nomination. This is all because the Supreme Court put together a decision as bad as any decision the Supreme Court has ever made, including Dred Scott. The idea that corporations treated as individuals can give unlimited money, that people, la people, can give unlimited money anonymously is so against the grain of the American democracy, unless the American democracy has so thoroughly devolved my thinking is strictly outlier. In any case, 
we're going to have Perry on our hands, and this is really going to be a major decision. Huey Long with good hair versus the guy whom we're not happy with, but we like and we trust. We'll just have to see. Earlier on, I said most of my Labor Days were just happy last time to go swimming before going back to school. Those halcyon days. Of course, he always put this marvelous kind of positive patina on the past. But, you know, things have changed so remarkably, including the fact that the post office is going bankrupt. As I grew up, if you told me the post office was going to go bankrupt and stop delivering la mail, I would have said you were from outer space. But U.S. Postmaster General Patrick Douglas has asked Congress to take drastic measures to prevent the Postal Service from becoming insolvent and going out of business as early as this year. He said they're in dire straits. They can't make a 5.5 billion payment due this month and may not be able to deliver the mail during the winter. No sleet nor hail can stop the mail, but budget downfalls can. In a hearing before the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, Donahue will likely request that Congress allow the agency to override the anti-layoff provisions in its union contracts. Ooh, let's get rid of more jobs. Donahue will also likely ask permission to withdraw his 563,000 employees from the health and retirement plans that cover federal employees so that the agency can offer less generous programs. More money for the rich. Denude the middle class. Drive them down. Squeeze them out. In order to deal with the losses, they claim that they're going to have to trim 220,000 positions in the next four years. 100,000 will come from attrition, but they want to lay off another 120,000. These are good government jobs. This is hard work. I was a postman during my winter vacations from college, I know what it's like to slog through the slush and hail of Cleveland delivering mail. It's a real job. But the U.S. Postal Service, of course, is suffering because of the internet. They will handle 167 billion pieces of mail this year, down 22% from five years ago. Well, the American Postal Union's president, uh, Cliff Guffey, has plans to call Donahue's plans outrageous, illegal, and despicable. I'm with you, Cliff, but the American people have got to stand up and say, hey, we want our mail. What do you think? Things are going to go back after a while to the good old days, mail getting delivered, Labor Day, a happy end of the summer holiday. You think that? <laughs> well, my friends, everything you know is wrong.